Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello, welcome back. I'm really excited to record this episode today. I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about, to be honest. I had a bit of an idea and then I was like, you know what? This is it. This is what I want to speak on. And I'm just pumped to talk about that. Pumped to be in the podcast as I always am. I hope you guys have been loving the bonus episodes. I'm going to make this a bit of a quick episode today because I know you've been inundated with the bonus episodes and I know you're going to want to get through them all. I've also just been getting such great feedback lately. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who has messaged me, who said they're loving the podcast, who's really been influenced by the incredible guests I've had lately. Oh my gosh, I pinched myself a little bit at who I've been able to interview. So yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to be here with the solo episode. It feels like it's been ages, but it's literally been like two weeks. (laughs) I just, yes. Anyway, I love the podcast in case you couldn't tell. So we've talked about body image lately. We've talked about food freedom lately, but we haven't gone right into confidence lately. And you guys know that's one of my absolute favorite other topics to talk about. So I did an Instagram post a little while ago on the seven ways to feel confident AF and everyone loved it. So I thought I'd just expand on it a bit for the pot. I thought it could make a good episode. So confidence is one of the biggest things that women tell me they desire. Like even if that initial goal is something like I want to lose weight or I want to feel better about my body, it almost always comes down to seeking confidence. Like one of the things I like to do when someone kind of gives me their goal is ask why. And then they kind of go a little bit deeper and then it's like, okay, why, why, why? And you ask why like seven times, depending on what it is. And eventually then you get to the real kind of crux, like the real why, the real goal of what they actually want. Because most of the time it's actually not the surface level to lose weight. It's what losing, what they believe losing weight will bring them. So before we get into those seven ways to feel confident, I just want to talk a little bit about what confidence actually is and also how it relates to body image and to food freedom, like those other two kind of big, big, big things that I like talking about. So body image, I feel like it's pretty obvious. We can we can all pretty much tell how body image and how confidence relate to each other. So obviously, when we're feeling confident, we're more comfortable in our bodies. We feel more, you know, like we can go out in public wearing what we want. We feel like we're not being judged by other people or we're not worried about being judged by other people. We feel less insecure about the way they look. Like it's very obvious the tying between body image and confidence, but believe it or not, like confidence doesn't actually mean walking around in a crop top unless that's your jam and you want to. It's not a box that, you know, you tick once you satisfy certain conditions, like wearing that particular item of clothing or posting selfies on social media or, I don't know, speaking in front of a bunch of people. You don't actually have to do any of those things if they don't feel right to you. So I think that's an important thing to say on body image and confidence that confident, you don't have to prove it 
with your body, I suppose. But when we're talking about food freedom and confidence, maybe that link isn't as obvious. Maybe you're a bit like, "Mm, I get it from the body side, but I don't really get how that relates to food. Or if it does relate to food, it's really only like from that body perspective in terms of, you know, feeling more confident in your body. So you don't need to change your body with food, for example. But here's the thing. Confidence is self-trust and self-belief. So it's trusting yourself around food. It's believing that you know what's right for your body, not some, you know, online meal plan or Instagram hunt telling you carbs are the devil. When you've got confidence and therefore self-trust and self-belief, you don't actually need to listen to the diet culture noise because you know that you can go inwards for the answers instead of like trying to squeeze into the box that society has created for you. So when you diet or when you're like stuck in diet culture, you're giving away your power. You're giving away that confidence to other people or businesses or societal structures. And you're saying, you know better than me. You can't build up this like amazing confidence if you're repelling it by placing your trust elsewhere. I think that's the most important thing when we're talking about food. It's building that self-trust, that self-belief so that you can go inwards and see, well, what nourishes my body? What feels good for me instead of listening to all these external, like diets are literally just rules, lifestyle changes. Cause I feel like a lot of you listening probably are like, I don't diet, but you do lifestyle changes. It's, it's rules, it's rules and restrictions. And instead of listening to your body, you're listening to something else. That's not self-trust. That's not self-belief. So how are you supposed to have this confidence when you're passing it on to someone else, when you're giving it away to someone else? Now, you might be thinking, okay, Gemma, but you have a business, so why should I trust you? And that's because you should trust me because I don't want people to blindly follow what I say. Like my clients are allowed to tell me to F off at any time they please. I literally say that in my first sessions with everyone. They are encouraged to analyze whether what I say actually lands for them, whether they want to take it on board, whether it's right for them. And the same goes for you listening to this podcast. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'm here to share information with you so that you can try it on for size and see if it feels right for you. And like, while I wholeheartedly believe in every single thing I talk about and I would back myself 100%, I just want you to be open to listening to this and giving it a go. I want you to build up that trust in yourself where you can be confident that you make the right decisions for you. So you're not blindly following what I say. You're not doing something just because Gemma told you you should do it. You are seeing if it is right for you. You're being open to it because I know a lot of the stuff that I talk about, people are like, oh, no, that won't work for me. And I get it because I was exactly the same, but it's being open to it, being receptive to it, giving it a go. And if it doesn't land for you, if it doesn't feel good in your body, don't listen. This goes for everything in the world, I think. So that's why I think confidence, food, freedom, and body image are just so, so, so intertwined. Like confidence is the thing that brings it all together. Confidence is the byproduct of working on these things. Like my confidence automatically grew when I healed my relationship with food and with my body. And then I skyrocketed it by actually working on it and being intentional. Like when I started focusing on confidence after I built that baseline of trusting my body, trusting myself with food, that's when it just went nuts. And now I'm like 12 out of 10 confidence. Love it. So this is something that I am just beyond excited to share at my free Nourishment Over Punishment Masterclass on the 20th of October, which if you're listening to this live is next week. 
I am giving away my exact formula for how to achieve that food, body, and mindset freedom. And as we've just talked about, confidence is such a big part of that. So if you haven't saved your spot yet, go to www.inspirewellnessau.com.au slash free dash webinar. That's a mouthful. So just go and hit the link in the show notes. It's there for you. And you'll also get the replay recording if you can't make it live. And I'm giving away some free goodies on the masterclass. Okay. I'm not saying anymore. It's a surprise. You'll have to come along. It's very exciting. Okay. Now let's get into the seven things. Actually, no, (laughs) no. Before we do that, I did want to say one thing. So the reason I included without strutting around half naked to prove it in that episode title, it's not to judge anyone who does that. Like I regularly show up on Instagram, barely clothed because I know that people resonate with seeing that as a form of confidence. So if you want to do that, you do you, boo. Go for your life. But I know that a lot of people feel like if they want to be confident, they have to prove it by wearing tight clothes or shorts or a bikini or whatever. And that's not true. Like you cannot technically see confidence. Just remember like it's self-trust and it's self-belief. That's what I really want. This is the biggest thing I want you to take away from this episode. Confidence, self-trust, self-belief. That is what it is. Those things are not visible on the surface. And I think the only way we can like, see quote unquote, see confidence is when we can see someone's energy. Like when they lit up from the inside and the confidence is just radiating out for all to see. That's when it shows up on the surface. That's when we feel like we can see confidence. Okay. I said this was going to be a short episode and now we're like nine minutes in and I haven't even given you the seven things yet. So seven things, quick fire. Let's go. Let's do this. Thing number one that you can do to feel confident AF is to work out what you would do if you were your most confident self. So you can't achieve a goal if you don't know what it looks like. This is one of the biggest things with goal setting. Like people have, you know, for example, yesterday I was talking to one of my clients, a brand new client, and we were setting some goals and she said, you know, she wants to be more balanced with food. And I was like, cool. What does that look like? What is that? And it was like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't really know what that looks like. And another one yesterday, it was about having a good relationship with food, a good relationship with your body. And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? You need to know what it looks like, because if you can't visualize it, if you can't, like your brain can't imagine it just yet, how are you supposed to get there? You need to know what it looks like. So to work out what you would do if you were your most confident self, ask yourself questions like, what would be different for you once you're your most confident self? How would you act? How would you speak? How would you dress? What would your days look like? And then ask yourself those questions and then anything else you can think of, anything else that seems relevant. So you can get a really clear picture of what you're aiming for. So you've got that direction. You know where you're going. You're like, cool, this is what I would do if I was confident. So like if you're struggling to think about that, we'll think about, well, what what are you not doing now that you would like to do? What's something that you're like, oh, that sounds good, but I could never could never do that. So for me, that used to be pole. I know I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I used to think I'd love to do pole dancing, but no way I could never do that. Like, no, that was a confident thing for me. It was once I'm more confident, I will do X. I will do pole. Think about it that way. The second way to feel confident is to catch your negative self-talk. You talk to yourself more than anyone else does in the whole entire world. So make sure what you're saying is kind like square up with your inner mean girl. Let her know she's not welcome here. I cannot emphasize enough how important your self-talk is. I cannot emphasize enough. If you are saying mean things to yourself, that is what you're going to believe. 
because it's coming from inside your head. So that's why we listen to it. We feel like, oh, this is me. This is true. This is fact because it's in my head. That is not true. You can separate yourself from that negative self-talk kind of voice that's in your head. You're in a bitch, whatever you want to call her. You can separate yourself from her. You don't have to tap into that. You don't have to believe her. If you're constantly being mean to yourself in your head, then it's really freaking hard to feel like your most confident self. So shut her down. Stop listening to her. Stop engaging with her. Stop taking her on board and believing that that is the facts. Because I can tell you now, it is not. The third way is to surround yourself with confident people to inspire you. I feel like you know what I'm going to say here. We're the sum of the five people we spend the most time with, right? Like we all know that. We all have heard that. We've read it on Pinterest. We've seen it on Instagram. It's a whole thing. So make sure your people are inspiring and empowering instead of bringing you down because it is really hard to feel confident when the people around you are negative Nellies. And if you can't get that in your inner circle, like if your people around you aren't confident, which, you know, is probably quite likely, there's probably not a whole bunch of confident people in your life because a lot of people in the world are not very confident. So if you can't get that in your inner circle, look for inspiration elsewhere, like make your social media a haven of lit up confident AF people so that you're inspired every time you jump on Instagram. I was talking to someone recently about this whole, the five people you spend the most time with actually my brothers, I think I was talking about it. And I was saying like, I live alone. I don't have a partner. I, you know, obviously have like some of my closest friends live in different States Some of them do live here, but I also don't see them all that often. You know, like I'd be lucky to see my friends once a week. So the five people I spend the most time with, I was like, um, it's probably my favorite Pilates instructor. Shout out to AM at KX Pilates Rosny. But literally that's possibly one of the people I spend the five, like the most time with. So for me, it's like the people that have the most influence on me are probably people I see online. It's probably my social media feed. It's also my mom because we talk every day, but like make it so analyze your life. Like have a think about your life. Have a think about the people that you do spend the most time with or that you like have in your orbit the most. So that might be the people online. Like I can tell you now the people I watch the most on social media online and thinking about it from a confidence perspective Two, very confident one, not very confident at all. So for me, if I was struggling with my confidence, that might be something to assess. Do I actually keep watching this person's stories all the time? and engaging with this person on social media. And this is not a person I know either. <laughs> like, you know what it's like. You have certain influences or whoever that you follow a lot. So yes, basically I feel like classic me just went on such a tangent there, but make your circle, whether that's real in-person circle or whether that's online circle, people that inspire you, that are confident, that make you want to be like that too. The fourth way to feel confident AF is to get out of your comfort zone. This is like the biggest, okay, one of the biggest things. Growth happens when you get out of your comfort zone. So if you're playing small and you never do things that scare you, like even just a little bit, I'm not talking like make you full on freak out when I have a panic attack. Like, I mean, just like even a little bit uncomfortable, you are never going to grow and you're never going to become more confident. Never. I'm just going to drill this into you right now. If you don't get out of your comfort zone, you will not become more confident doesn't matter. All those other steps that I've talked about, if you're not getting out of your comfort zone, doesn't matter. Not going to do anything. You need to test yourself. Like you need to push yourself because when you get out of your comfort zone and you realize, you know what, this actually is fine. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. The world didn't explode. I didn't die. 
like then your comfort zone grows, your comfort zone expands. So take that baby steps approach. Like I said, you don't have to go jump out of a plane or anything like that. You don't have to put on a bikini and walk down the main street of Sydney, like just little, little tiny baby things to get out of your comfort zone. You know what? If you're trying to build up to wearing a bikini, like on the beach this summer or something, maybe you wear a bikini at home just when you're home alone so that you can like, that's probably out of your comfort zone just to like have the experience and feel and be like, okay, cool. I'm wearing a bikini. I can still go and do the things in my life. It's not a big deal. So yes, get out of your comfort zone, push those boundaries just a little bit and it will grow. It will become so much easier. Okay. Number five is do the deep mindset work to overcome your limiting beliefs. This is, I know I just said the other one was like the most important. This one is also the most important. They're a tie. I think maybe there's a few that are a tie, but yeah, it's just, it's so important. Like if you don't change your mindset and your thought patterns, you're never going to create sustainable change and your confidence. Like if you, even if you do manage to build up a bit of it, it will not last. So you need to overcome those limiting beliefs. You need to do that deep inner mindset work or it's not going to work. It's not going to actually make change. And this comes down to everything. It's the food freedom. It's the body image. It's the confidence. It's every single thing I talk about comes down to deep mindset work. Mindset is the missing piece of the puzzle for so many people. No, like so many people do not focus on mindset. They go and get a meal plan or they go and like try and lose weight. None of this is focusing on mindset and that's why it doesn't work. Like I'm so passionate about this. So important. So you need to overcome those limiting beliefs. And that can be really difficult to do on your own. I think a lot of the time. And also like one thing I noticed in the last couple of rounds of the confidence code, because we do this, we, I work through this process with you. I help you overcome your limiting beliefs. And a lot of people said, Oh yeah, no, I've done this kind of, well, not a lot, but a few people were like, I've done this before. I've done limiting beliefs before. And it was like, they'd only done the first step. They'd only like worked out what their limiting beliefs were. And like, maybe a couple of them had done a bit of work about like where they came from, but they hadn't actually done anything about them. It was just being aware that's step one and two. There's a whole bunch more steps that you've got to do after that. So yeah, like you can't, you can't just do the surface level stuff. You have to do the deep stuff. That's what I do with my clients because that's what creates the change. Number six is act the way you want to feel. Fake it till you make it, baby. Although I feel like that has like negative connotations, the fake it till you make it, but it's acting the way you want to feel. I feel like that's a nicer way of saying it. And the thing is like, even if we go by fake it till you make it, you're not going to be faking it for long because confidence comes from action. So you need to start taking some actions that a confident person would take. And like I said before, I guarantee it will not be as scary as you think it'll be and your confidence will grow as a result. So again, kind of tying into what I was saying before about getting out of your comfort zone. And if you're not doing that, you cannot grow and you cannot become more confident. Same as this. If you're not taking action, you're just doing, and I know so many people are guilty of this. You just read all the books, listen onto the podcast, and like you learn about confidence. So you know all the things, but then you don't do anything. Like I'm calling you out. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people, and I've been there too, where you just read the podcast, do all the things. Maybe you are working with a coach. I know one of my clients who is probably going to know that I'm talking about her here. She said this to me before as well. She goes, Oh yeah. She goes, we've worked together one-on-one. We've done the confidence code together. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I kind of do that. I just, I learn all the things and I wait and I gather the information and I know all the stuff and then I don't actually do it. I don't. So I'm calling you out my love. <laughs> I love you, but no, she's so much better now. She is absolutely doing the things, but 
I know so many of you will relate to this. I know so many of you will. You have to take action or nothing changes. And then my last way for you, my last way to feel confident AF is get support who can hype you up. So if you've ever been accosted by a random drunk girl in a club bathroom telling you how beautiful and stunning you are and how you deserve to be treated like a queen, you will know that being hyped up can do wonders for your confidence. Wonders. Get some of that drunk girl hype energy into your life. Like surround yourself with people who lift you up and make you feel confident. Again, like I said before, this might be in real life. This might be online. This might be a coach, whatever it is, get some of that hype energy in your life. And women are freaking amazing at this. Like, honestly, sometimes I feel so bad for men because it's just not as much of a thing for them. And like, if I didn't have my friends hyping me up all the time, I would be so sad and I freaking love hyping. It's my favorite. I've absolutely been that drunk girl in a bathroom before. Absolutely. They're my favorite people to meet. I reckon I have like 50 people on Instagram who are purely drunk girls I've met on bathrooms or on Facebook. So many of my Facebook friends are like that. Anyway, tangent. So if you need a hype girl, sorry, but not a drunk one this time, you've come to the right place. I like to call myself a professional hype girl and many of my clients will back me up that that's true. So These are seven of the steps that I work through with my clients who are ready to start feeling confident AF. So if you need that hype, if you need those steps, I can work through them with you too. There is so much more, so much more that I can fit into one podcast about becoming confident AF. So if you want to build that self-trust and you want to build that self-belief to become your most confident self, join me for the free nourishment over punishment masterclass on the 20th of October for this and a whole lot more, whole lot more. So Hit that link in the show notes and I will see you there. That's me done for today. I will see you in the next bonus episode. Just dropping in here now that you've listened to this epic episode to remind you to save your spot for the Nourishment Over Punishment Live Masterclass. This is for you if you're sick of binging and feeling out of control around food. You want to be healthy, but you can just never seem to stick to your healthy habits long-term without self-sabotaging. You want to love your body, but you don't know how the heck to do that when you don't even like it right now. So I'm going to teach you the one mistake that everyone who binge eats is making and how to fix it, how to be confident in your body without losing weight, why affirmations are actually holding you back from lasting change how to feel in control around food so that you can keep chocolate in the house without eating the whole block in one sitting and so much more. Even if you can't make it live, everyone who registers will still be sent the recording. So grab your spot now through the link in the show notes and I'll see you there.